Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! What's going on, everybody? Uh, it is BJ. Uh, apparently, I did not uh, irritate Pat enough to be taken off these. So I am back, back, back once again with another episode of That's What I Call Gay Life with more members of my B team and a special guest. So today we have Reese. Hey, hey. And we have Dom. Hello. And we have our special guest, Hadrian. Thank you for having me. If you want to say hi. <laughs> of course I want to say hi. You guys are right. Thank you for having me on here. This is why they <laughs> This is what this is why they don't give me the actual like live interviews. Um so uh you're probably wondering once again what weird topic do I have to warrant having our uh, our B team in. And today we're going to be talking about social relevance and porn. I promise you it's not a TED Talk. Or I'll try to make it not a TED Talk, but it'll probably be a TED Talk. Um, so a, a while ago when I was thinking up uh, topics for uh, my B team and today, oh yeah, and the word for the B word for this episode is bussy. Um, Wonderful. <laughs> Do we no. scream when we hear that word? <laughs> yes. I can't. I can't take that word seriously. Like when it is used earnestly, when someone's trying to be like sexy, I just can't. It it is so odd sounding. Just just say pussy. Just say pussy at that point. I agree. Thrissy. Oh. No, I don't. I don't need the prefixes to the pussy word. I can just say it. What about that oogie <laughs> oh, That's right. I was gonna say for the for those of you listening, we're recording this right before Halloween. Um, so if we drop a couple of spooky references, and Pat doesn't post this till Thanksgiving, <laughs> just just know that's the time frame we're in. If you're like, why are they making uh, spooky sp- spookussy <laughs> jokes um, throughout this episode? <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, when I was thinking about topics uh, to to do for this series, the, the idea of porn came up, and of understandably so, my the rest of my castmates were like, mm, "I'm not talking about the porn that I watch." And I was like, "What could you possibly be into?" Because I think they're pretty vanilla, but uh, they're probably all secretly freaks and like and like having it kept a secret. Me personally, I've talked about every thing which way on the regular podcast so um but it made me think during the during the shutdown we had all the stuff with george floyd um we had everything with the black lives let matter movement and it changed the way some people consume media uh if it didn't i'm i'm watching you um <laughs> however 
it made me think <laughs> it made me think um like i don't know if i personally changed how i consumed pornographic media like you know stories comics art uh, pornographic media kind of goes you have hentai you've got all different mediums for porn but it's like it's like it porn is such a private thing to some people people it's aren't also, gonna like censor themselves with it's it, one right, of those generally. things where like uh you're attracted to something like you you already kind of the 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 more wrong something is the hotter it kind of gets to you like it's an inherent you know there's something wrong with some of the dirtier stuff well and like most americans we know we know generally what we're into and that we share certain things but you know like all four of us like like men and we like dick but what are the details of the kind of dick that we like? And that that's where things start getting scary, where you think you're normal. You start comparing the actual search entries and you're like, oh, things are way more different than we thought. Like you like fat dicks and I like greasy dicks or something like that. You know, it's just it's a matter of it's the devils in the details when it comes to social comparison. Exactly. Exactly. So, so for, I'll go, normally I force everybody to share their like deepest, darkest secrets and desires. Cause that's the point of the point of this series is improving my life through everyone else's pain. So I don't have to learn a lesson if I get to see somebody else learn a lesson, but being <laughs> as this is like a super interesting topic to me, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll set the tone. And so for me, it happened. It happened. It happened one night. I had all the lotion and everything out. Um, I had some some uh, some cupcake playing on the uh, on the old speaker, and mm-hmm. I realized, mm-hmm. oh, I don't have a lot of space on my hard drive. Let me clear out some porn, and <laughs> I Boy. found an entire folder filled with cop porn. Oh, and this was yes. late. This was early 2021 or middle middle 2021 oh, when I did oh, this. Boy. So yeah. then, then you downloaded it or when you moved it to this folder of shame? No, when when I just I was just opening my folder of shame um to like evaluate. I was like, okay, let's see let's let's see what I haven't watched in a while. There's like a there's there was a cop corn folder, there's a straight corn folder. Um, and I was like, oh no, I'm I'm familiar with the categorized folders, of course. (laughs) And I was like, that's, I was like cop porn. And I, and I hadn't opened it in forever, but I realized I definitely had watched some on like, uh, was it websites like X tube or X hamster and stuff like that. I I was like, I was like, "Mm, let's take a peek. And I just, and there was at least 40 videos and I was like, oh no, no. No. Well, so I just deleted it cold turkey and I, it was hard. It was like, I mean, it was hard, but it was like, I, I got rid of it. But then when I started perusing online, it kept kind of floating in amongst the tabs I would make. And I was like, I have to make a conscious effort to like, because it, it gave me the ick. It, it, it was yeah. still kind of hot, but it gave me the ick. And then when I started kind of looking at something that I watch generally privately, I was like, oh no, because let me tell you, the straight folder was definitely worse. And I was like, "Mm." it was, it was, it was weird for me because porn's never given me the ick before. Well, think, tell me more about this ick. Was it actual shame? 
it was a mixture of it was a mixture of shame and I don't I don't know it's it's hard to describe because it was like I I watched it I I mean let's be clear I I definitely snuck a peek or two um <laughs> and you I was had like to, had to make sure you wanted to delete them. <laughs> yeah well no that's I mean this is this this poor massive porn folder I have on another drive is like at least like 20 gigs um so I was I was like watching it and one of the videos I was like okay this isn't too bad it's this guy like corners a cop and then like is like a dom bottom and rides the cop and they both get off and then he just lets him off with a warning and I'm like okay that's that's cute but then like you've got the pervert cop driving around town looking for black dudes to fuck and I was like it just it felt weird it yeah. just it felt weird and it was I can I can tell if I had less of a socially relevant mind like if I wasn't thinking about kind of what was happening out in the world I could probably power through it but it just it just gave me it just gave me this weird semi guilt not really guilty but just like it took you out of it it took me out of it actually that's just it is it took me out of it and normally when I watch porn I'm in it like I am I'm swimming through it. I'm, I've got the blindfold on myself. The fantasy is running, running hot. And then, but when it's something that bridges that gap between fantasy and I guess like the scarier parts of reality, that's when I was like, sorry, sorry, Sergeant, Sergeant Diddles, you've got to go. So I, I think Sorry, that's very interesting because uh, <laughs> you're right. It, you, you should have that little bit of a lens and we should use that consciousness when we think about the porn work, not maybe consuming, but purchasing and spending money on and putting our support behind. But I look mm-hmm. at porn and the first thing I see is a production set. I see actors. I see people who got paid a few hundred bucks to come in and do this work for the while and act like he was a cop for a few minutes. So I can, I can put it out. I'm like, they're not promoting an agenda. They're taking a really common fantasy that has been around for since the beginning of the filming of porn happened in the, you know, the 1920s and 30s and said, <laughs> getting pulled over by a cop. It, it actually, one of the first porns that was ever made was actually in that same drain. It was um, two women in a car who got who, who broke down and they run into two men and they barter with them to fix the car and they have sex with them while they're waiting on the side of the road. You know, it's not exactly the cop fantasy, but it is an exploitation fantasy in a, of sorts. So exactly, we've been doing this for a long time. And if you look at all porn, they're all actors. They're all on a set. They're all just trying to replicate an idea that we think is hot. And you're, and I think something you'll see out of the industry is that those storylines don't hold as much weight as they used to. Or if they do, they're being very pointed about what they're trying to say. There's a statement behind it. Like, I can imagine some right-wingers are still making porn think the cop fantasy is still aces. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so actually, because I'm a terrible host, Hadrian, you've, you've been in the porn industry for 25 20- years. Two? Five. Twenty five. That was nineteen. Oh I'm my forty-four God. now. So yeah. Wow. So 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 with you being being a performer and everything, um and it and is that that's sex work, right? It is. That's considered yeah, sex absolutely. Work. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm just I'm um so so when you do you, actually here's a here's a actually a good question for you. Do you watch porn? Yes, or I do. do you just generally you do. I do. Is there, is there a do? Does have you ever watched any porn that has made you be like, I'm gonna turn this off? This Absolutely. Porn. Yeah, I've been in, I've been in adult oh, yeah. theaters and I've gone to the front desk and says that's not okay. Like I think I think it was around 
like 2016, I just moved to San Diego and I think me too was starting to get some motion and that, you know, it was just around that. And, um, there was this scene that was going on in the theater where a bunch of guys were jerking off to it. And all of us felt a little, you could like see all of us, like guys that are cruising. We like stopped and looked at each other. Like she don't look like she's into this. Like it looked just like, I'm like, is she exploited in some way? Is she trafficked? What's going on here? Because she's acting in a way that she's, yeah, she's a hooker and she's a, she's a sex worker and she's on screen, but she's not wanting to do this. And I went outside and told the lady at the front desk, I'm like, Hey, that's not okay. And she looked at it and she's like, you're right. And she took it out. It was just, it was like a moment for all of us. It was, it was really surprising to me. I'm like, I thought I was going to go up there and she was be like, fuck you, watch the porn or leave, something like that. But no, she was like, no, <laughs> that's not cool. That is, okay, so that that is something in the back of my brain I never even thought, like, was an option. Yeah. Like, I never thought you could go, because I I've, I've, I was going to say, I've been, I've been to my fair share of ABSs and stuff and seen a video that I was like, this feels, it was, it was, okay, I'm going to tell myself here. If you feel Tallahassee, it. Tallahassee. Tell me, if you feel it, nine times out of ten, yeah. you are not the only one. There's someone else in that room. If you get ten guys, there's one other person who's with you on this. Say something and say, are we okay with this? And just get that feeling. I think it's okay. And even if it's just looking yeah. around, you're jerking off like, my noodle's soft. Are you guys okay with this? <laughs> I was – I was. it was a race play porn <clears throat> at, a, at an ABS in Tallahassee, Florida. And I was like – I'm like – and I and the thing is, I did that look around and I'm like – there's at least six other black people here that are very much kind of giving each other the, should we say something like half of them? I'm like, half of them have wedding rings. So I'm like, of course they're not going to say anything. But at the same time, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to just go. I'm going to just, I'm going to just remove myself from this situation. It was super weird. But that's so cool. I didn't think about going to the manager and being like, <laughs> Hey, uh, so she don't look like, she's enjoying herself and it's throwing off the vibe to everybody. Mm-hmm. You might make some more money if you just and uh, fast I, forward or change out the video. That's, that's great. In videos with strong themes like race play, cop play, rape, uh, trafficking, uh, manipulation, uh, bartering, any, any of those really icky when you're, you know, you're like, okay, is this person really okay with this or not? No matter what their attitude is, you, you know, when people put those pieces forward, when somebody's showing that in a theater or showing it at ABS or something like that, they know what they pressed play on. Nobody nobody ever just, oh, I'm just going to throw a bunch of random things to this music list. No, everybody spends time to curate that shit and make sure they're making a statement. So that being played in a place like Tallahassee, anywhere south of Mason-Dixon, that sounds like a statement to me. And I would have, <laughs> like, what are you trying to say? Why did you think that was hey. okay? I believe in challenging people. And like I say, when we're comparing search terms, that's a conversation. And it's not just about this being judgmental and like, oh, you're into race play. It's more like, what are you saying with that? What do you like? What are you, what are you into there? What is it you're really, really about? Race play is one that is always like, it's caught me off guard so many times. Like I'll be watching a video that is, you know, an interracial couple and I won't realize it until halfway through when somebody throws out the N word and then I'm completely taken out of it. And I'm like, what did I what did I just watch? What did I participate in here? I feel dirty. Mm-hmm. See, I, I feel the same way about like the BBC category in, in yeah, anytime like, that term is used in anytime general. Anytime like, you're using like a racial identifier to like categorize your porn, it it's yeah. weird for me. Like I'm like, do I like big dicks? Yes. Do I really care what color they are? Not really. But I know that some people do, and that 
is weird to me. Like, the fact that you need, like, why not just have a big dick category and then kind of, like, look through it? Yeah. Like, you can see what you like. You know, why does it have to be that BBC? <laughs> you know, and the same yeah. thing with, like, you know, like the Asian and and uh, Arab and all of that. And I'm like, okay, I get that we all have types and that there are like attractions and all of that, but you don't you don't need to like they all have thumbnails, so it's not like you need to name it something. <laughs> you can see, oh, that is a person that I'm attracted to. You don't need to to you know be yeah. categorizing it with with such a significant like naming convention emphasis on the race is like yeah that like it doesn't really have anything to do with it right why are you calling so much you see we're talking about americans and we're talking but we're talking about western culture mostly when it deals with porn and we're talking about the weird ickiness of our puritan background and the you know that that strange feeling where we feel something that we're seeing on the screen we're like i don't know if i'm okay with this but not actually having the conversation with ourselves i want to be clear no one searched him is ever going to be yuck to me I, i really support everyone's you know, get what you're into, go for it, figure it out. And that's yeah. a conversation with yourself to figure out sometimes. And sometimes it starts with this BBC word. I like searching for that. It gets me what I want instantly. I can get off. I can come. I don't, I'm not distracted by other stuff. Cause you're right. They could just look for big cocks and go, I happen to like all the black ones. They could do that. You're right. But sexual attraction is a weird thing. And sometimes people are using these search terms and using the internet to explore their sexuality. And that's a very limited conversation inside their head. They're just like, Everyone's asleep in the house. I've got 20 minutes. Let me go to this website. Let me get my search in. What got me off last time? Oh, yeah. I saw that big black dick, and it was amazing. I've never been into that before. BBC. They they don't want to sit there and converse with themselves like, am I attracted to this guy that lives next door to me who has a big black cock? No, they don't want to. That's that's making it real. This has to stay inside the search box. (laughs) Exactly. And and that really does, like, underscore where we are as a society. I mean, I do think that the – the categories on Pornhub, for example, kind of really give you a snapshot of our culture. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it 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 isn't like, oh, I'm going to be, you know, uh, very deliberate in how I like search for something. It's you you are going for like the most impactful kind of <laughs> truly <laughs> divisive and like filtering kind of. Doesn't porn kind of hub, labels. I mean, doesn't Pornhub put out like a here are the top search terms that were used last year at the end yep. of every year? Pornhub has a lot of times fucking yeah. to deliver those statistics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's it it in it, it you you see a lot of like I believe I recall there being a lot of like interracial and black mm-hmm. things in the South, and it's oh it's, yes, it's sort of this like these people don't want to. Like Adrian said, they don't want to have that conversation with themselves to be like, why am I attracted to this? Right. Or what does that mean? And is that okay? Right. They just, this is what gets me off and this is how I get to it. And the search terms in the Bible Belt are usually more towards fetish, more towards the the more extreme, definitely mm-hmm. more into the race play, right. those, those kinds of racial divisions, not necessarily race play, but, right. and so it is, it is very much that like the underbelly of, of our society. Like it is the, like, Oh no, these are the good Christian folk who go to church, but they make sure you see them go to church. Mm-hmm. And then when honey goes to bed, he's like, 
black lesbian dominatrix <laughs> right fisting you know like and that's exactly. the kind of stuff yeah and it's and it's so it's and, and it's more it's not so much more of a a thing with social relevance kind of integrating it's kind of more the fact you're integrating in indulging in your fantasies and integrating in your fantasies in a healthier way because i personally believe watching porn is healthy um however you can take anything to an extreme or you can you can go to a place and just about any subject matter i mean ha- eating taco bell i mean at this point in my life it brings me so much joy that i'm like i'm gonna mention this to my therapist because i don't think i should be enjoying taco bell this much at 2 a.m on a saturday uh, on a sunday morning like i have work tomorrow and i'm i'm like like, are, you, are you leaving to go get Taco Bell at 2 a.m.? You don't just I'm, happen to be out? I'm in the parking lot. I wake up at 1 a.m. And then I'm I'm sitting in bed and I'm like, what would bring me the most maximum amount of joy at this moment? I, I'm not here to judge you, but I do support you in telling your therapist that. <laughs> I, I am yeah. here to judge you. <laughs> So <laughs> should be waking up at 1 a.m. and being like, I got to go get Taco Bell right now. Yeah, I, I love that we all just said that, like, we're not going to get yucked by whatever your, like, porn search is. But we are going to get yucked by the fact that you are, like, making, like, setting an alarm to wake up for Taco Bell <laughs> at 1 a.m. Yeah. Like, are you a hobbit? Do you have to get fourth meal then? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fourth meal. Um, it, so, so uh, Dominic, um, you have... Is this your? You are a or you're an erotic um, author, novelist. I'm going to say novelist at this point because you're what on book number four. Uh, yeah, I just changed in the manuscript for my fourth novel. All right, and it's now. Here's the thing: when you when you started writing, did you did like literally anything in the outside world like affect your writing or was it just you just so you were writing from the the, the main impetus for me starting writing was um so i spent a lot of time um so we're talking about porn uh i spent a lot of time on nifty.org reading all kinds oh, of yeah. stories the good, um, the good old days yeah. i love nifty uh, i'll be honest up, uh, most of my porn of input comes from nifty still yep uh, it's hell, it was a hell of a lot easier to hide stuff on that site than it was other porn growing up. So I spent so much time there, but I wouldn't really find enough stories that were like hitting everything I wanted to. So I started writing in myself. Um, a lot of the outside world comes into them, especially when it comes to the sex scenes. Pretty much everything in them is something I have done from one side of it or another, which can lead to some weird conversations when your sister starts reading your stuff. But it's um, I've always found like you you can have more fun with your imagination with that kind of porn. Like you're able to play a little more in your head as you're reading. Um, but so like a lot of my stuff has uh, it's it's kinky and there's there are some things that like toe the line of consent. Um, you know, rape and ravishing fantasies are one of the like most popular things especially in like romance novels like all those fucking fabio romance novels that women reading or like half of them are like you know women being taken from their homes and captured by these men blah 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 blah. but as i'm writing that like it may like there is like a comfort level and there's like a 
you're not you're not trying to justify it, but you you have like you want to find a way to make it okay for your characters, like for your characters to not be like you know horribly abused. It it's it's it can be difficult. Like I don't even necessarily know if I'm fully uh, successful in that. I have some reviews that are like not kind to have some of my books open, um, but it's um, with with porn I. I do think you have to give a little bit more leeway to they are just fantasies. These are like, if you can be aware of the fact that you, this fucked up thing you might be into, as long as you were aware that this is a fantasy, this is not real life. This is not something that, you know, it would be healthy in real life. I think you're kind of okay, but that's, that's an ongoing conversation you have to have. Yeah. So Reese I don't know if I answered your question there. No, you did. No, that's it's. I was. It was all it was about manly. the thing with you and Adrian. You and Adrian are in the like sex industry. You you guys have have a focus and a look into it that like you know a weird pervert like myself coming home at like coming home at like four thirty in the afternoon and I'm like I stink good. Time to open up my favorite video. Um, <laughs> And then smell my sheets on 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 my on my chair. Um, you know, I have to lock my door because my dog will push the door open. Um, you know, sort of yokel, You're random just... everyday dude. You yeah. know, you guys have you guys have have an insight, and it was like Hadrian was just like I see set pieces, I see, I see all sorts of, um, I, I see actors, I see people making a living. You know, which is funny because in my brain, I have to remind myself that depending on the type of porn you're watching, and that line is super blurred now with OnlyFans and Just for Fans, where you can have people that are that you know that are performers that are putting on a thing or showing them and their partner having fun in the sex industry, and you realize it's all it's all kind of the same. It's all kind of the same idea of performance, uh, performing a service. I, I see footballs and uh, footballs, football players and wrestlers and most sports uh, <laughs> sports athletes. Um, there you go. As per- performers, they're performing something for people, and it's mm-hmm. all linked. So it, it's just one of the. It's just nice to hear, like you know, so the creative process, like the 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 acting process. Um, so Reese. <laughs> Since you and yes. I aren't completely ingrained in the industry, uh-huh. um, and uh, we have—I was going to say—I I know more than just Hadrian, who's been in the porn industry. Uh, I was yeah. going to say, have you ever had? Have you ever had a problem with kind of disconnecting from the fantasy, or have you always just been like post nut clarity? I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, yeah, there's, there's, there's definitely been some times where I think that like the fantasy lasted post nut. I mean, there, <laughs> you know, there, there's, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to like, yes, to answer your question. There are definitely some times where like the, there, it blurred the lines. I mean, I am into some kind of specific things that like don't involve cops and don't involve like race play, but like I I like some specific things and and I think my 
porn consumption is very indicative of that. And I think it, you know, sometimes blurs the lines. Says, I, says some things. I, yeah. I don't like when porn is too well acted, if that makes sense. Like amateur stuff aside, but like I need there to be a little awkwardness to kind of tell my brain, hey, this isn't real. Uh, when it is like like in Hadrian's case where hey this or his example of hey this woman on screen doesn't look because she's having that much fun like yeah that would completely be a turnoff so like having a little bit of that like porn cheesiness there helps I think right and see anytime I, we're taking real life situations rape race play whatever it is we're we're using to make the you know if you're writing a book if you're making a story um, for for film or whatever else you're doing you're making porn. Um, there, there is this level of inauthenticity, inauthenticity that is just inherent because it is still a story and we're still producing fiction. Um, and that we have to do stuff that, A, serves the story, serves the characters, all these sort of rules that come into making literature. Um, and all these things are based on horrible things that happen to us in real life. And sometimes we take that and we say, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this horrible thing that somebody did to me one time and I'm going to say, what if it turned out okay? What if, what if I was into it once and it was, it was okay? Or what if... The race play was, oh, the guy was into it and he was okay being taken advantage of or whatever was going on. You know, it's just, it's a matter of that slight turn that makes it serve the character and serve the scene and serve what we're trying to say. We're not making the horrible thing that happened okay. We're saying that I have a fantasy of a better world. And however far I've reached that is, that's kind of the nature of human hope and our ability to tell stories. That's such an actor. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I love. No, it's great. Listen, You're I the porn James Upton. Everybody, everybody else on the podcast, I feel, I feel like, I feel like they definitely judge me. I mean, they they've said they definitely judge me, but like I said that already. I love it. Well, no, the 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 other guys, the 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 regular cast, um, <laughs> not the not the best cast, um, but. But no, it's it's the thing I love about these episodes is that we have had some pretty surprisingly in-depth like conversations out of like me just asking questions about where do you think the where do you think gay bars are going to go post covid? Do you think some will survive? What do they need to do to survive? And we had like a hour long like dissertation on the state of gay bars and where they need to go for the future. And it was just super. It was super interesting. And then after the episode ended, we all just sat there like, "That was that was the most intelligent episode I think we've ever had." And then Brian got mad because he interviewed somebody that was doing a documentary on uh, on queer people in Japan. But, and we were like, "That's that." We're like, "That's that's okay." Um, so no, no. It's I always love it when people do kind of go off on tangents and stuff for these episodes. However, I do need to take a moment to uh, tell the listeners that if you love what you're listening to in your ear holes, uh, we are available on all major podcast platforms, Stitcher, Acast, Spotify, um, Google Play Music. Is that still a thing? Yes. It's YouTube music now. No, it's YouTube music now. We need to update the website. Uh, Pat, update the website. (laughs) We also have a Patreon. It's Flame On with an exclamation point, and you can join our Patreon for uh, $1 with the sad, sad tear of a clown. Uh, you can also join us at the Fan 4 stick 
or fan fantastic four i call it fan four stick and pat will not change it to that so um <laughs> for four dollars and then we have two other tiers where you get all of the goodies i do a couple of uh mini micros uh podcast nuggies um i do a personalized um hor horror scope um with some sound engineering i've been attempting to do so um that's been uh, messy and kind of fun so if you like what you're listening to we are also on instagram at uh flame on flame on show podcast and we're on facebook as flame on uh so with that i can't believe we've already buzzed through most of the episode yeah, wow. <laughs> this has been great this has been fun um i think the last one it was just a lot of ums and me screaming and uh <laughs> everything so this is this has turned out much better uh, however, I always got to throw a quick curveball. So, in a few words, <laughs> don't you oh, don't boy. you shake your head? Don't you shake your? I head. hate this part. <laughs> oh, I love this part. I know. Um, so, you are given an unlimited budget. Uh, you can literally make any kind of porn film you could want. Oh boy. Um. <laughs> without incriminating yourselves too much if you don't wish to do that. Um, I have had an idea for porn in my head, and I feel that it's almost perfect no matter what time frame you watch it in, and it's a D&D-themed porn where the all of the performers or actors are actually playing D&D, but every time they play, their characters have a sex scene. And the porn ends with all of them having an orgy on the table. Well, along those lines, I would like to film like a super high fantasy, like rings of power level production value porn with like dudes and orc makeup that like looks good and isn't, doesn't have the bottom covered in green. Like that, that I would be interested in making. Yeah. Something really, really high production. Hadrian. I would go, I would just do old school amateur porn I, with unlimited budget. I would travel to the smallest, tiniest towns all over the freaking planet, find the biggest, hungest motherfuckers that you've never heard of that everybody's <laughs> always wanted to see. And I would sit down in front of their little hut in, in <laughs> Fiji or whatever and be like, how much, motherfucker? Oh, 10,000? 15, 20,000? Um, what you got? What do you need? What do I need? 10,000 10, an inch? Let's do it. I would I would find yes. all these backwoods motherfuckers and I would find their price and I'd put them all over the damn internet because everyday people need to know that they are allowed to explore their sexuality and I think that's the best way to do it is with everyday folks. Oh my god! You, so I feel like you should uh, you should do I don't know if this actually exists. You should do an actual pornographic docu series where each episode you're you're you find your you find your subject and you talk to them. And like they talk about you talk about consent and everything. Oh my god, that's actually a really good fucking idea, and I've <laughs> the shit out of that. Yeah. All right, Reese. Uh, so I I don't like porn that has sets or costumes or any kind of acting at all. So I'm kind of with Hadrian on that. Like I only want the fucking. Like I don't need <laughs> plot device. I don't. I don't. I don't need any of that. I I just want there to be enough lube and good lighting that I can see everything that that's all I want. Absolutely. So just, just a, re a really nice ring light and uh, a really good yeah. camera. 
Yeah, I would spend all the money on lube and ring lights. Like, that's it. <laughs> and a dirty mattress. Like, that's all I want. That's like, great. I, I like want, that. I want a, a, a garage. Dirty. Yeah, I want a garage or like a warehouse or something with a dirty mattress in the center of the room and just as many dudes as can fit doing what they do. I love that. This this sounds like a Treasure Island Media video. Exactly. I I am a, a fan of Treasure Island Media. Like, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, love I want that. zero zero plot, zero acting. I don't want them talking. Like I want to hear oh fuck or ow oh, or ah uh, you know like that's it. I want to hear grunting and moaning yep. and splashing. I kind of like looking hey, at those amateur things like that Treasure Island stuff and just, you know, look at like focusing on one guy. Like, look at him. Look at his yeah. tattoos. Look at that yeah. scar. I wonder what stories and stales he's got all around him. I don't even know. But he's doing a good job right here in these 10 minutes. He's going to fuck this bottom and move on to let the next guy take his place. It's great. I love it. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. So actually, this is great because now I think I'm going to have to bring you guys back for another uh, porn theme. I think I'm going to be making a porn theme. Uh, uh, like side side quests of uh, of porn because well no because we touched on something that I think is worth exploring more is how it's evolved and changed because I know you've got OnlyFans and generally anybody who has enough know how with a camera and the gumption and the space and the lube um, you know and and a vision anybody with a vision and enough lube and stretching no i've seen people use shampoo you don't even need lube apparently like food so yeah so ingenuity and that's something we didn't talk about is that some of the changing porn habits that i've experienced over the last few years especially since the pandemic especially during the pandemic was my porn habits changed from random people through the search i find on pornhub or motherless or whatever site i'm using today to looking at my friends making their personal porn saying oh i'm i'm getting off to my friends and showing them showing me their fantasies that's a that's a change in the conversation that we that needs to be addressed a little bit is where it used to be like i'm exploring my fantasies through anonymous people i'm now exploring my fantasies through my friends who are already recognizing and realizing their sexuality for example when i was getting early into puppy play i watched a bunch of puppy play videos that were my friends i'm like i get it now because i know these people and i know their head spaces a little bit so there's a there's a community building that's occurring through porn that's very very fresh and new see and i am i am very much the opposite yeah for me is fantasy i don't want to recognize anyone (laughs) i don't want to know their real name i don't like i don't want there to be a condom because condoms remind me that like bad things can happen in the real world i (laughs) like i want full fantasy no consequences no ties to reality like, yeah. So, unfortunately, <laughs> I have too many friends who do porn, so I I support them, but I don't, you know, yeah. I get texts regularly from friends who are like, I was in Barcelona having a good time, and I turned around, and there you were. Yep. <laughs> I, yep. I, gotta, I, was, I definitely got to tell on me and Hadrian here, I went to Western Exposure one time, and there was this glorious full circle moment in the playroom. And I look up and I'm like, that, that, that's Hadrian. And I look down and you walk in and I, and there was this moment, there's always these moments I have where I'm like, you could just let this happen and enjoy it 
<laughs> or you could be like, hey, just so you know, this awkward moment. <laughs> and I watched you look up at the TV and you just kind of shook your head and just went back to just went back to what you were doing. But it was this wonderful, like weird, surreal, full circle moment. And I was like, this is interesting. To me. I can yeah. tell you for certain that that is definitely not the first time, probably won't be the last time that that <laughs> has happened. Cause I also have had that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like this this man this man is like a porn angel and he just like what I, I can't i can't tell you how many times i've like walked into an abs or a theater and i've just been like i'm like should i hook up with that guy he's really hot i don't know if i have the confidence and i just see like hadrian's face on the screen and i'm like you got this bro he would say suck, he would say suck that dick like a champ and i'm like all right let's go these are my gifts <laughs> <laughs> yeah here, my here, my children eat. Yes, eat from this bounty. If I, <laughs> if I can do it, you can do it. Well, so with that, um, we are at the end of the episode. Um, Hadrian, did you have any socials or anything you would like to plug? You can find me on Twitter as Daddy McQuig. <laughs> you can find me on the same kind of link tree. Um, I have to shamelessly plug a new porn I'm in for Monster Cup tomorrow, so check that out. And um, this has been fantastic. Thank you guys for having me on. Mm-hmm. All right, and Dom, uh, did you have any website or books book information you wanted to share? Uh, so my fourth uh, novel, uh, Arenas and Monsters, is coming out February 13th. Uh, you can find me online at DominicAshen.com, and I am Dom N. Ashen on Twitter. Reese, did you have any uh, <laughs> anything you any socials you wanted to plug? You can find my LinkedIn. No, I I don't have any socials that I want anyone that listens to this to find me on. (laughs) I love you all. Do not friend me. Do not follow me. (laughs) Remember, I like to keep it anonymous. I don't want the connections. (laughs) You you want, you want, I was going to say you want a non-blindfolded, blindfold. Yeah. 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 That's that. Those are the five videos I have queued up for after this. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, well, thank you for listening, and uh, look forward to um, doing this again. This was great. So um, it was great. Bye, everybody. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.